The Enneagram of Personality Podcast with Logan Jones is a part of the Life Audio Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. All right, Enneatype 1, the moral perfectionists of the world, the eternal reformers, you know, constantly looking for that right word. Their core fear is being wrong, being corrupt, bad, evil, inappropriate, corruptible. No, they stand firm. Their core desire is to have integrity, to be good, to be right, to be virtuous. This can deteriorate into critical perfectionism. Too critical. Always scanning the environment. Always an immediate opinion of like or dislike. The self-image is, I am accurate, I am thorough, I am diligent, I am responsible, I am moral, I am correct, I am a reformer, I am just, I am in control, and I am fair. In the Bible, Paul who was formerly known as Saul, was a one. Of course, we don't know this beyond a shadow of a doubt because, well, he didn't tell us, did he? Which is the only sure way to know what someone's type is. But it seems this way from the stories that we've heard about him. Especially in one of his letters, in his letter to the Galatians, and even to the letter, you know, to the Romans, such a detailed examination of a major problem for all, but especially for ones, in a specifically intense way. And that is this wrestling match and moral struggle between grace and law and trying to come to the view of what is truly virtuous. Life is but a moral struggle on the one hand. To be virtuous and good doesn't just come naturally. You gotta try hard. You gotta have intention. What are you aiming for? Is a question that heads you in that direction. And the absolute gratuity of grace, of being saved in spite of yourself, and that tension creates this internal wrestling match that you find all over, but especially in Paul's letters to the church in Galatia and the church in Rome, individually or collectively. When type ones become unhealthy, it's, it's almost like it's a morality club, you know, how to outdo one another, to be more perfect. You could say this energy is a need to be perfect. And yet, the grace of the now moment arrives in this interesting way. And if you do submit, which I hope you hear this and you know this experience, type ones, when you do submit to grace, sometimes because you have to, it's just beyond your control, and you relax, you notice that that creates a kind of joy. And this is, the, this is the little turning point. We have this phrase, you know, in modern day culture, I'm good. Hey, can I get you anything? No thanks, I'm good. Or even, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks, how are you? That right there, the simplicity, I'm good, 
points to something that I apologize in advance, beloved Enneatype One sisters and brothers, but the gospel truth is you're going to have to learn when it's good enough to truly, truly just be good. Because that right there creates joy. And that's what you really want. The joy of shalom. The joy of a full dynamic life in harmony with Creator God and the universe and all things. Not the egoic, reactionary perfection that on the worst days one could describe as a flat line on an EKG. That kind of perfection. It's a death of sorts. That's not justice. That's not true peace. That's death. No, the life, the good life. I'm good. The life that's its own reward, the virtuous life like this, is a balance of moral struggle and submission, letting go and letting grace arrive. everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on the Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. So Jesus, speaking to ones, as recorded in the gospel, according to Luke chapter 18 verses 9 through 14, says this, Jesus also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not like others. 
extortioners, unjust adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get. But the tax collector standing far off would not even lift his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this one went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Wow, the one energy is laid bare here in several ways by Jesus' wisdom. In some traditions, Enneotype 1 is, is called the comparing mind. There's always the voice, always, always the voice of the inner critic. This inner voice that criticizes anything and everything you do can't be silenced. It's constantly there. And if you're an Enneagram type one, you know what I'm talking about. Although we all are familiar with this inner voice, Enneagram type ones can't get away from it. I'll take a moment here just to just to pause because that is heavy. And if you lead with Enneagram type one, if you're a type one, we see you. Constant battery by this critical comparing voice that compares you to something, some ideal that is never achievable. Ultimately, in the end. My prayer for all types, but specifically ones here, is that you would remember. You'd remember yourself. You'd wake up and remember that you have been adopted into a family. You are a daughter. You are a son who has been made good enough. You can say, I'm good because of what God has done. You do not have to strive to achieve the good enough, the perfect enough in order to be loved or called a good girl, a good boy. You are already a good girl and good boy. And so you can, you can speak up to your inner critic. You can, in, even in the face of the inner critic, say, God, be merciful to me. Be merciful to me, one who misses the mark. Be merciful to me, a wounded one. Be merciful to me, someone who's not perfect. A sinner. And remember Jesus' words. That one went away justified. See, not the Pharisee who dotted all the I's, crossed all the T's. I mean, he didn't do bad things. He's even thanking God for these wonderful things that he does. I mean, he's not unjust. He's not an adulterer. He doesn't extort others. Everything he gives, he gives away. Wow, what a selfless person. These are not bad things, people. He even fasts twice a week. Wow. 
But Jesus said, Those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Remember, remember that you are good. Not because you've earned it. It's not a goodness that can be taken away from you either. It's a goodness that God has spoken over you in Christ. You are good. Rest in that. It's a reward in and of itself, this virtue, this good enough. It's you. The paradox of you is good, declares God. Who are you to say otherwise? Who do you think you are to say otherwise? So remember yourself in the light of the gospel. In the presence of that inner critical voice that always reminds you that you're not good enough. Remember. Remember. Remember whose you are. To remember who you are. To then enter with full courage into the good struggle. Into the moral struggle of how to become more virtuous, but not because you have to earn it, but because it's been given to you as a gift to develop. So, my beautiful fellow ones, what can you do? Well, thanks to Clarence Thompson and his book, Parables in the Enneagram, in which he ends each chapter with exactly this. Hear his words. Number one, develop your sense of humor. (laughs) Yep. You're good. So relax. Develop your sense of humor. It reliably measures your health and spirituality. Treat yourself to aesthetic pleasures. Appreciating a thing's beauty breaks your habit of comparing it to something else. Beautiful art, beautiful music, whether or not it's religious, can help you see God is beautiful as well as moral. That can soften excessive moral focus. And last but not least, remember to say a prayer of gratitude. This helps. It's hard to be simultaneously critical and grateful. Of course, he also reminds us here there are many other therapeutic techniques. These are only a few that are selected. But the ones that he did select relate directly to biblical tradition. I hope those are good for you. And I hope that you recognize that you, right now, are good and that you can live simply, love generously, speak truthfully, and serve faithfully, and leave everything else to God. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord, the God, who is mercy, the grace, the presence with us, helping us to fan into flame our gifts and to come alongside us to help us in our compulsions. May the Enneagram be something that awakens you to what you're truly doing and to the not-quite-correct narrative of who you think you are 
and to remember whose you are and in that sense who you are and because you're loved to begin to change towards the fullness of love that wonderful life of the good God who loves us all like a proud parent that kind of a mother that kind of a father so that we might learn to practice obedience and in that sense fan into flame the with God faith hope and love that give to this world things that make the world come to life in the most beautiful unique way may we give God all the glory for who God is in us and may we learn to live in that love sharing it and towards empowerment and transformation of us all and may we hearken the day when the kingdom of God comes on earth like it is in heaven now in Jesus name thanks for spending these episodes with me may God's grace peace light and love be yours now and forever The Enneagram of Personality is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you just listened to, would you take a second to leave us a review in your favorite podcast app? It really does help new listeners find us. You can find more about Logan Jones by visiting his site, loganjonescoaching.com. This podcast is produced by me, Kelly Gibbons, and edited by Stephen Sanders. A special thank you to our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey. For more faith-affirming podcasts, just visit us at lifeaudio.com. Hello, hello, Quinice Petway here, co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. Are you someone who loves to take a deep dive into God's Word, one verse at a time, to explore His will for your life and desire to draw closer to Him? If that sounds like you, I'd love to invite you to head over to lifeaudio.com and search your daily Bible verse to tune in and subscribe for daily inspiration, life application, and spiritual transformation through the in-depth exploration of God's Word.